Welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles. Danny, have you written us a room today? Nah, decided I didn't want to. We have a recording. Um, Kicking my feet back and up. Up. Arms behind my head. Yeah, Danny. And does. I'm going on writer's strike. That's not still going anymore. Yeah, Dan. they did. They um, finished the writer's strike, so you have to have written us a room. Does that mean you're paying me more, producer? Damn. All right. <laughs> we'll put that. We'll kick this can down the road. We'll get somebody else. Every episode, we play. We have a guest come on, and and we play through an escape room. Usually, Danny makes them. But sometimes... But this time you've hired a scab, haven't yeah, you? Sometimes a scab comes on and writes and writes a room instead of Danny. Uh, and and I this, hate that, don't I? Danny hates it. Uh, in this case, welcome to the show, Lexi Connell. Hello, pleasure to be here. Uh, so you've, you've written an escape room for us to play. I have, yes. Yes, I am a scab and I apologise, but yes. <laughs> yeah, the intro of this episode really put this forward like it's a new concept. We've done it many, many, many times before, but we, we're always excited to be able to play a room together and to see what a guest brings. Now, I've brought an adversarial energy to this and you, I have to commit to it. You don't have to maintain it. You can let the bit go for the sake of all of us. Uh, all right, all right. We're really, really excited to play the room. Is that, Do you have any uh, fun little tidbits about the room to tease it before we get into it? I can indeed. So this room came about originally as a kind of thought experiment where I wanted to try and cross both Escape This Podcast and Solve This Murder into a single bite-sized episode. Ooh, Escape This Murder. Someone chasing you with an axe. I have written the words murder room, question mark, question mark, because I don't know how far this thought experiment goes. I don't know if I can say that with certainty yet. Now, I'm assuming what you've done is the is the good version of mixing the two formats, which is you've made a very well-designed, path-driven puzzle escape room that has a murder that gets solved, as opposed to the opposite, which is where, with no instructions and no limitations, we have to just get out of a room that doesn't have real puzzles in it and that just see if we can do it. ends up taking six weeks and might have me cry but that yeah. gets cut I'm out of the edit. I'm assuming you've done it the good way. Oh, no. (laughs) No. (laughs) Hopefully this will be um, an enjoyable one, definitely. As a small disclaimer for it, there are definitely puzzles. Don't worry. There are some escape room elements, but also there will be some clues. So there are sometimes puzzles that may be linked either to giving you access to other parts of the room or to actually solving the murder. Lovely. Okay, okay. So sometimes we might solve it and get a key. Sometimes we might solve it and get a motive. Lovely. That's, That's how I've put it in my head. Well, look, when we have guests on the show, we always ask the same two questions. And the first is, this is an escape room show. What is your escape room experience? I've literally only done one real life escape room in the past, which was a work event, uh, which as a team building <laughs> exercise, it did not go well. People did not <laughs> engage with it. So it's kind of one of those ones where you're kind of like picking up the pieces an hour in being like, okay, well, I guess, you know, let's just go for a drink, I guess. <laughs> That, that would be the extent of it. Other than that, um, mostly just through, well, listening to your wonderful podcast, but also de- I've developed a couple of interesting ones that I've ran for some people in the past. Oh, wonderful. You'd really downplayed that at the end, but that's pretty cool. Not many people make these. So this is one of a few rooms that you've designed then? Yes, it's definitely the most complete, I would say, and has like the strongest like identity. Some of the others are a little bit, you know. <laughs> or the other get halfway through and just said, and then, I don't know, there's probably some keys in the door opens or something. You go yeah. home. Yeah, you get like three quarters of the way through and then the floor just isn't there anymore. Yeah, I forgot to render this part in my brain. 
Uh, oh, well, lovely. That's, that's, that's very cool. Maybe at some point you'll have even more to bring and you'll become a regular guest contributor. Who knows? You know, if you want to. If you want to. You haven't heard us do this yet. It is unpaid labour. Um, then the other element of this show is it is escape <laughs> Unpaid labour? You're not a good scab, are you? <laughs> yeah, you're a scab. You forgot the, the key part. Oh, no. <laughs> I should have done my homework. <laughs> you're a scab who scabs on principle, not for profit. <laughs> Yeah, I just saw Danny like being like you hate kind of like I'm. You you brought that adversarial energy. I'm the same. Yeah. Uh, so this show is escape rooms mixed with a tabletop role playing style. Uh, what is your tabletop role playing experience? I have a little bit more experience there in terms of playing quite a bit of Dungeons and Dragons. I have uh, played in a couple of different like games with amongst friends. Uh, I have DM'd a little bit here and there as well, which was great up until the pandemic when it became very difficult to yeah. actually arrange rooms and time for people to be together. That's so funny. I felt the opposite. I feel like as soon as the pandemic happened, it was like, oh, finally, everyone's free to jump on a Zoom call and play games. Yeah, I think the problem we had was that like some people were able to be in room and other people really weren't. So like yeah. we had like one or two people being virtual and it's like a group of seven people. That's and tough. So a half virtual, half physical. very hard. Yeah. yeah, that's very rough. Oh, well, lovely. That's, that's fantastic. That's a good skill set. Listen to our show, done an escape room, written some. And played a lot of games. It's, uh, it's, um, it sounds You've good. You fit our demographics well. Yeah, it works out great. All right. I think we're ready. Danny, do you have your pen and paper and everything ready to go? I get this is an audio medium, but does the audience really need to know that? And you do know this. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> this is a bit... This is a bit for the audience to be like, d d does Danny have their, their pen and paper? I'll click my oh, pen I can't a few see times. <laughs> there you go. That's the Foley work I wanted. All right. right. Oh, listen to that paper. Lexi, uh, I think whisk us away into a world of puzzles and intrigue. Alrighty. The sunlight is starting to fade out over the fields as evening slowly descends. The vista is lazily passing you by as you look out the window, accompanied by the soft rocking motion of the steam train that you are travelling on. If this seems a little retro, that's because it is. This is a fancy steam train ride and weekend retreat to the middle of nowhere, away from both society and from modern technology. No phones, laptops, or anything else digital allowed. Now, as true crime podcasters, you'd normally be upset at the thought of being separated from all your tech, but the podcast hasn't been doing so well lately, and maybe a break and some relaxation is just what you need. A true crime podcast not doing well. I don't understand this world. <laughs> they all do so well. As you're relaxing in your seat, you hear a whispered conversation behind you, and your sixth sense for a story kicks in. You overhear a couple of train conductors discussing a murder in the first-class car behind you. As they walk past, you hear them mention that the passengers have been moved to a different carriage, and the police won't be able to make it to the retreat until the next day. And get this, the conductor continues. Miss Rossi discovered the body. Apparently she came back from the bathroom to all three other passengers fast asleep. Do you believe her? More than the other one claiming to be a cop. <laughs> and he walks off. Your mind begins to race. Now your podcast only murders that take place on trains. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in hindsight a little niche. And has struggled ever since you solved the case of the Overland Undertaker. But this one, <laughs> this could be your big comeback. As you get up to make your way in, the remaining conductor notices you. Eyes open wide, 
beckons you over. I love your podcast. The way you solved the spirit of Queensland Strangler, incredible. <laughs> I trust you more to figure out than, what, than the police. Go on in, you have an hour or so. We'll be bringing the suspects back in before we pull into the station. Before then, try to find the murder weapon, figure out what happened, and if you can figure out who the murderer is, I'll subscribe to your Patreon. Oh, <laughs> perfect. And with that, the door opens, you step into a carriage, and the door closes behind you. Brilliant. I think we did it. <laughs> Obviously, I know I said that last time we had a little a guest murder mystery, but I think we did it, because... We needed another... Look at the motive. Our, our train-based podcast is failing. We need another murder to keep it to keep it running. We've got skin in the game. Also, uh, and I check my pockets, I do have a, a bloody knife in my pocket. Oh, okay. Well, this was easy. We're good at this. Yeah. You, you made it too easy. It well, me. with that... <laughs> as the train pulls into... No. <laughs> um, okay, so we, uh, we, we go into the carriage. What Indeed. Do we, what do we see? I will paint a picture for you. So... The room itself consists of this one carriage. You won't need to go out of the carriage's hall to explore anywhere else. Mm -hmm. So you have basically a big rectangle. On your left, as you enter the room, the immediate corner, you have a small trash can. In the corner on your right, you have a coat stand. Along the left-hand wall, you have a bar with um, some beer taps, uh, glasses, things like that, stocks behind it. Oh, and there's a body on the floor behind the bar. Oh, okay. Oh. Of all things, I didn't leave room for a body. Weird. <laughs> In the far left corner, continuing down that wall, you have a large iron locker. All right, so that's for the left-hand side. On the right-hand side of the wall, what you have is essentially two groups of two chairs with a table. So all along the wall. So you have seat five followed by a table in the middle, and then seat six. So those two seats are facing each other. And then past that, uh, you also have another two seats and a table. T seat seven and seat eight. I feel like we're missing four seats. And in the far right corner, you have a decorative glass case. So yeah, that's the overall description of the room. I invite you to start exploring, figure out if what, what you can interact with, and you may figure out what this mystery was. All right. All right. So, yep. I have I'm split between a few options to start with. Do we okay. do the sensible murder mystery thing and examine the body? No. Do we do the sensible escape this podcast thing and check the door we just came through? Mm -hmm. Or do we check our own pockets because we totally did this? I think we okay, first of all, do we have a do we have a smoking gun in our pocket right now? <laughs> you don't. But Danny, as you look down at Bill's shirt, you can see a few blood spots. <gasps> what did you do? <laughs> oh, no. Okay. No. That Not is a camp. joke. <laughs> Let's check no. the door. Okay. As you check the door behind you, you can confirm that it has indeed been locked by the conductor as he let you into the room. Okay, wonderful. We have ticked off checking the door. Good to know. So no one can yell at us if there was anything on the door. Body? I suppose that makes sense. Okay, we can go to the bin no, first. No, 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 no. Let's check the body. Okay. Let's do it like real humans. Alrighty, so you make your way behind the bar and you can see the body of a um, man lying dead on the floor. The body is dressed in what appears to be the uniform that all of the conductors are wearing. As this is a period time train, this consists of a large blue coat with six brass buttons on the front. You know, those big oversized buttons. Oh, yeah. And also has a matching navy blue cap, which yes, is pulled down already. over the face. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and the jacket is slightly open. 
And you can see also some black trousers and black boots. Okay. If we rifle through his pockets, do we find anything of interest? In particular, say, an ID? You don't find anything in the pockets per se. As you go patting the body down, you instinctively go to look inside the inner pocket. Mm. And you find, under the jacket, there is a stab wound in Uh, the chest. I was going to ask if we saw the cause of death, but for some reason that seems secondary to looting him. Just a, just, a, just a quick um, check on the details here. There's a stab wound under the jacket in his chest. Mm-hmm. It, does it go through the jacket or has the jacket been put on to cover the stab wound up? There is no rip mark on the jacket itself. That's a clue. That's yeah, a clue, I'm Danny. Put that in your clue journal. Stabbed under jacket. I also note that the hat was sort of uh, put down. I'm worried that we lift it up and it's going to be our dad or something. Can we no, lift up the hat? 30s, is it our probably dad? not, but is it our <laughs> long lost brother? It is not. You do lift up the hats and you do see uh, what seems to be a youngest person in the uh, like late 20s, maybe early 30s. Hmm. A bit of a five o'clock shadow. As you lifted up the cap to look at the face, um, you noticed that the mouth was slightly ajar on the body as well. Oh, okay. Oh, good. That's how I drew it. And inside, you see what seems to be a crumpled up brown leaf. Oh. Oh. I use my presumably razor sharp fingernails to act as tweezers and see if I can pull some leaf out without damaging it. Like like you, just a tree leaf? You can indeed. As you pull it out, um, it seems to be um, a dried leaf of sorts. And as you pick it out, the smell of nicotine hits you very strongly. Okay. Is this normally how people consume this... nicotine? I don't know that you much chew... about when you smoking chew tobacco, or it's just chewing. one big leaf. Okay. All right. Leaf. I'm in puzzle mode rather than murder mode. I really want to press those six normal... I know they're buttons like a shirt button, but I've... they've got really referenced and I want to like press them. That's interesting. I was... Because that would be nonsense. I was busy murder mystering and going, oh yeah, okay, there are six buttons. Are there supposed to be six? Is there a seventh that's yeah. meant to be hanging we'll around somewhere? Out. Is this normal? Um, can we look around the bar area now that we're, that we're in? Yeah, okay. We've we... got to look around, see if there was signs of a struggle, anything like that. Tell us about this bar area. Alrighty. So yeah, you are um, standing behind the bar currently. You do have the body down beneath your feet. We won't step on it. Perfect. Um, in terms of the bar itself, you have five different beer taps that are available. You have what seems to be a small bowl of sweets, which is half empty. You have an ice compartment, which is available. And there are also a couple of plug sockets, one of which has a charger plugged in. Okay. Just a charger dangling loose, no device attached? No device attached. As you look at the charger, though, you can see it seems to be a little bit older. Mm. It doesn't look like it's for a modern device. Oh, interesting. Okay. It's for the for a, for a classic 1800s device. This is how they plugged in their oil lamps. Okay. So we've got beers. We've got... I've written lollies because I've decided we're going to use all the possible words for candy. There you go. Okay. Um, an ice compartment and a plug, one and with a charger and an empty plug. There is also a half-drank glass of water on the bar itself on the customer side. Well, we say that probably cyanide you should drink it see what happens i sniff it and i check for lipstick you do not find any lipstick on there and the sniff seems to be water as best as you can tell okay okay you do notice though a couple of blood spatters around that area 
Right. On the customer side of the bar. Okay. Interesting. The fact that the jacket was put over the body, do you reckon this person is a conductor? I'm not convinced. Or were they killed but... by someone else and then dressed up as a conductor? I think we should keep exploring Let's the keep room exploring. and then we can make some decisions. Yeah, we don't need to deduce. Uh, We've got to search. Let's check this bin, this trash can. Yeah, can we check the bin? Alrighty, in the trash can, you only have a single scrumpled up piece of paper. And this one simply says, default code 0000. All right, default code 0000. That sounds like locker talk to me. Hmm. Yeah, but a default code, what are the odds that they, they haven't changed it? I think we got to follow the path. we got to follow the path. Really? You don't want to do a circle around nope. the room and I wanna, end at the I want to head straight to the locker. Okay, I guess we're going clockwise, whatever. Weird clockwise. We skip past the bar that we already did out of order. We're following our nose. And I guess we'll check out these lockers. As you approach the locker, you have a single tall iron locker in front of you, which does not have a key code. It seems it's, oh. it has an iron key lock in place. So it would require a key. Okay, wonderful. So, uh, that was a failure. What about this glass cabinet? Maybe Let's that needs a check combo. out this glass cabinet. Alrighty. So um, a lot of this train is decorated to kind of be a commemorative like piece of history. And inside this case, you have um, an old book. Uh, this is a, a book from like the 1920s, 1930s called the Acme Book of Codes. Well, the default code is zero, 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 zero. (laughs) (laughs) And is this cabinet, like, things are reachable? They're not barred off or glass-doored off in any way? this case itself seems to be sealed with no noticeable entryway. It is a glass case that's covering the book. You can actually see the first page (gasps) through the glass, however. The page that seems to be open on is an index section. People at home, you should be able to see this. Oh my, oh my god. god, that's an index page. This is of a an book. index. That's... I was going to try and describe it to you, but oh dear. man, what an index! Yeah, you is... know what the back of a book looks like when it's just got a list of terms and the page that you might find them on. It's that. Yeah, this is something like it's three columns. Each thing probably has like oh, thirty so words old. on it. This is exciting. Uh, and some of them anything... are really old words. Uh, we start from steel, iron, and the metal section, which is pages seven hundred and eighty-six to eight hundred twenty-three, all the way to zinc, which is on page eight hundred and forty-seven. And also on page 785. And also on page 728. Why are there multiple entries for Vermicelli? Whoa. Yeah, this is a very interesting bit of history. And I'll actually, if you are interested, I'll send you the link to this because you can actually look at the archive of this entire document online if you are so interested. Nice. But essentially, this is a book of codes that would would be used to reduce the the cost of telegrams that were sent up and down the train lines. What? That's so cool. And so they would often have like, Five letters or five digits to kind of describe a specific product or have other codes along those lines. That makes sense. So like if you're looking for ox tongue, rather than have to type out ox tongue, there'll be some code, which in this case will be on page 727. Like, here's how you get, just put this in. People will know that means ox tongue. Exactly. And we get to sell two copies of our book. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So some of these have codes already. Mm. Sulfur content is U-Woy. Sulfate of iron is all puff. One thing that interests me is one in the middle column that caught my eye was tobacco leaf. Oh, tobacco leaf. It doesn't yeah. have one of the codes next to it, just a normal page. So we have I found gather. a tobacco leaf is on page 836. Yeah, that's curious. Right? This same page as Toluol for all you people playing Ooh. along at home. Oh, Toluol Danny. as in like 246-trinitrotoluene? Probably. A variant on that? Cool. Two, four, six, try nitro, oh. I mean, TNT is also uh, on there. True. 
Um, also, fun, fun chemistry. In fact, we've got Wolfram. Oh, Wolfram that's exciting. Okay. All right. uh, for all you 20K fans, there's Ultramarine. Um, <laughs> that's just a color as well. I, yeah, what? I know. I know. I'm having fun. All right. Tear allowance? Okay, I can't just keep reading this old mm-hmm. old index. It's too. Yes. It's actually weirdly enticing. Yeah. Sometimes Honestly, you read yeah. an old book and you just go like, oh, that's so cool. Um, I'll share it with you afterwards so you can take a look. That feels literally if you want. like something that we should reference. Our, like a lot. when we find a thing, we should be referencing this thing. Yeah. In so okay, it doesn't matter. But let's move on and look at some tables, right? Yeah, I guess we'll go on to the tables and chairs. Would you rather we look at them individually or are they a collective? These chairs. Um, we can go through them individually. Um, All right. So as you're approaching from where the glass case was, the first seat that you come across is seat number eight. Mm-hmm. Okay. In this seat, you can see that there is an empty pint glass on the table in front of it. And in the overhead, you can see a... How are we with brand names? Go for it. Okay. Because I changed it to Louis Button anyway, (laughs) which I thought was funny. So we have a Louis Button bag, travel bag in the overhead. Someone's either very fancy or trying to look very fancy. Uh, Next seat, shall we? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I guess so. So seat seven... We don't have a beer glass. We have what seems to be a plastic travel bottle. Oh, they're so out of... You can't bring that on this train. (laughs) No plastic allowed. As you pick it up, you instantly get the smell of something very healthy in there. It smells like... And I'm going to reveal how unhealthy I am because I don't know what healthy smells like. But also, (laughs) it smells like a cross between seaweed, uh, kale, and a protein shake. Yeah, that seems fair. That sounds I believe healthy it. to me. And in the overhead above this one, you have a grey backpack. You don't have to draw the backpack. There's actually a word that you can write down that indicates it's a backpack. Funnily it's called enough, the word backpack. Uh, drawing is for backpacks. Writing is for drink receptacles. Ridiculous. All right. Seat number six? Yeah, for sure. Let's keep going. Seat number six, you have what seems to be just a two-thirds empty pint glass. Uh, two-thirds full, sorry. In the overhead, we have a green satchel. Lovely. And seat number five? Seat five, we have two empty pint glasses. Hoo-hoo. We have a newspaper and some reading glasses on the table. And we also have um, a black briefcase in the overhead. Okay. Danny. Yeah. There's too much to do in this room. Yeah. we got to power through. Yeah. No more time for fun or games. Uh-huh. Or, or bits, which we haven't really done either, which has been taking a long time to search. Sure. We've got to do this. We've got coats to look at, but presumably also we could start like going through these bags. We could. Let's or... look at the coat stand first and then come back and rattle yeah, let's some bags. Tick off I, the, I want to the... shake that suitcase and see what noise it makes. Lovely. Let's check the coats first so we can mm-hmm. tick off the rest of the room. Perfect. So on the coat stand, you have three coats. The first one is a black leather jacket, which has inside on the inside pocket a police badge. <gasps> they were mentioned by the person at the start of the intro. <laughs> and the badge is for one uh, Detective Jonathan Coulson. Oh, he did it. Cool. So, next jacket? The next jacket is a fashionable bomber jacket. Hey. Inside the pocket, you find what seems to be an iron on band patch that you would often see on, you know, some like denim jackets and things like that. Um, that's just loose inside the pocket. Iron on. Okay. Mm. I thought there was like a 
sounded like a, a like you tried to off-brand conspiracy theory. It's not QAnon. <laughs> it's Ironon. Uh, for, for for a particular band. Um, yeah, um, I'm gonna go with one of the suggestions that one of my friends made here, which was Guns and Corpses. <laughs> <laughs> they did it. Okay, and the final jacket. The final jacket is a long brown sensible coat. On the inner pocket, you find an empty glasses case. <gasps> they did it. Great. Okay. Shake some bags. I guess we could have shake some bags. Okay, so, or incidentally, so I presume this is the cabin in the mur- where the murder happened. So this Miss Rossi person yep. went to a bathroom, which is presumably out the door and mm-hmm. not in here. Yep. Came back in here. The other three people were supposedly asleep when this happened. Sure. So, probably be handy to try to identify like what seat goes with what person. We'll find out, I guess. Now, I would like to point out, mm-hmm. so obviously we know that seat five that had the glasses on it goes with mm. long coat. Mm, seems like it. Also has a briefcase. Mm-hmm. Briefcase probably had the instructions for code setting with the 0000 default code. Why? Because the briefcase will have a four-digit code to I, open it. Oh, it might. It can so be that, six as well. It can yeah, be but three, I bet you it's same four. So I th- I'd like to look at it and yeah, see if it Yeah, this is why I wanted to shake code. the briefcase first. Can we have a look at this briefcase? Mm-hmm. Can we have we a brief look at this case? You briefly look at this briefcase, uh, just in case. Um, you discover that it is there is a little bit of a rattle as you pick it up. Yes. And it has a three-digit code. Damn it! Told you. Okay. Can I sniff these empty pint glasses to see if they just smell like alcohol, or do they also smell like nicotine? You do not get a smell of nicotine from them, no. You that's are mostly fair. smelling I, alcohol. I don't even know if that would be possible. Yeah, that's that was my line of thought as well. <laughs> Should we check more bags? Yeah, yeah. Let's check the green sat chill. Yeah, let's just go through one by mm-hmm. one and... Empty out these people's mm-hmm. belongings, invade their privacy. Feel free. In the green satchel, you find what seems to be a lot of clothes that have been kind of stuffed in. It's not very orderly at all. And also in there, you find what appears to be a phone charger. Which means they didn't have to plug their phone in at the bar, because that's they've got their charger here. True enough. Okay. Let's keep checking. Uh, backpack. Sure. Grey backpack. This one definitely makes a bit of noise as you pick it up. And it's a little bit heavy, despite its small size. Inside, you find an empty pint glass. Oh, that's weird. Oh, this is with a health drinker. Is mm. he hiding the fact that he's not health drinking? You see an or empty pint glass. Mm-hmm. You see a bunch of empty sweet wrappers. Yeah. <laughs> Aww. And you also find a book, which has been uploaded as well. All right. Okay, Danny, would you like to read stuff about this book? Uh, yeah, I can certainly see a cover for it. Erudit Books 555, The Power of Numbers and Selective Superstition, by one Glenn Stock. And, does that look like a fingerprint to you? Is that part of the book's design, or is that Hmm. someone's left a big black inky fingerprint? I only thought of that after the fact, but it is just part (laughs) of the design, because I wanted to make it look fancy. Um, Okay, cool. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, a book about superstition, you can never tell. Do we just quickly try 555 on the briefcase? Oh, I guess. We just found it. We could just check. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Does 555 open the briefcase? It does indeed. Oh, what? <laughs> okay. Somebody yeah, um, suggested it to him through oh, powers of, sel- well, of selective superstition. On the inside of the book, before we move on, um, you do see inside the cover a handwritten autograph. It's always nice to meet a fan. G-Stock. Hmm. Okay. G-Stock signed it. 
Oh, G Stock will be the guy. It looks is it is the ink on the signature still wet? Fairly. Yeah, because it was signed on this train. The guy, thing, yeah. the brief, the briefcase mm-hmm. guy, the long coat guy, mm-hmm. is the writer mm-hmm. G Stock. Now, question: Is this person with the backpack just a kleptomaniac? Yes. Are they just taking things from all over the place? Oh, have they stolen a bunch of stuff? Or do they just get the book signed and then try and hide away some sweets and some drinking stuff? I mean, we just steal a glass and put it in your bag. So maybe they did steal it, like, to hide it. So maybe they're just a kleptomaniac. We'll find out. Yeah. Or maybe this is all their stuff. Either way, okay. we know who G-Stock is. Briefcase. Alrighty. You open up the briefcase with the code 555. You hear a satisfying click as it opens. Inside the briefcase, you find a knife. <gasps> what? Danny, we found a knife. Danny, they did no, it. Hold on. Oh, wait, what type of a knife? A butter knife. <laughs> I sniff it. Does it smell like butter or blood? It has definitely been cleaned, but you do get the sense that there is some blood. That you get As that any yeah. sense. Remember uh, the Dungeons and Daddies episode where they did the uh, How Get Him, the Poker Face style one, and they discovered that if you have a powerful enough sense of smell, no mystery is a mystery <laughs> yeah, you can to solve you. every crime. Okay. <laughs> Very true. Um, the knife itself is... It doesn't look like a typical kitchen knife either. Like, this is definitely a knife that is seemingly made for purpose. Yeah. Interesting. Killing Does it look like it is thematically timey or... The... Yeah, does it look like it belongs bit, yeah. on this train? Okay. Interesting. Okay. It says a little bit, definitely. Um, I wouldn't say it looks like it belongs to the train necessarily, but... Mm. Could have mm. been someone who was trying. Putting sure, a bit of effort in. Okay, knife in a... That was in the briefcase. Briefcase yeah. had a knife in it. That's mm. wild. All right, we still have one bag to check out, by the we way. We do, we should. We should Which check out the... the Louis uh, bu- Bouton. Yeah. All righty. Inside the Louis Bouton bag, you find also some clothes, some sunglasses, and you also find a journal. <gasps> I like journals. Mm-hmm. People write stuff in them. Incriminating stuff. Let's do it. Let's. And on the front, it says, Property of Jay Cools. Oh, so that's uh, Joey Cools. That's John Coulson. The cop. That makes sense. The cop. <laughs> Does it? Oh, that his name could, that he might think of himself as Joey Cool. Oh, I'm more meant that he'd have a Louis Vuitton or Louis Vuitton style bag. Anything interesting? Can we have a look at this journal? You can indeed. You see, there's definitely loads of bunch of pages that have been ripped out at the front. The dates are on each page, and on this one that you can see, um, you have what seems to be a bit of ciphered text, yes. which has now been uploaded. I like that. Whoa. Whoa, that is, yep, that's ciphered all so right. So this is, all right, so for people uh, at home, you should be able to see this in the show notes below. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, this is a notepad and on it is written pure gibberish. F-G-P-K-O apostrophe U Murgrov Suwakgov Dwov Ugao Iwara So, or Um So yeah, it's that's some ciphered stuff. Now, it is one of those ones that's been ciphered with grammar. Which means almost we might want to try and do it ourselves, you know? I will say I'm... Oh, no, I've seen something that repeated itself. Oh, what is that? Should Ugo. We... It's Ugo. Slight... There's a couple of Ugos. Slight... There's a couple of dwarves. Yeah, no, slight pause. Yeah, I noticed a couple of dwarves, which is very good news. Um, yeah, Lexi, what <laughs> is your preference for us to do? Would you like us to set the societies? we can't possibly solve this now, or would you like us to mess with it right now? 
Honestly, I don't, I really don't have a preference. I am more than happy. If you think you've figured it out, I will just put in the translated version straight away. Honestly, oh, it's fine. certainly haven't there figured is... it out, but you know, yeah. it's just when it comes to these things, do you mm -hmm. want us to find exactly. another hint yeah. first or? No, definitely. Yeah, no, it is very much like this was kind of intended to be a beginner's cipher. I will say that's oh. like, and I, ha I had an expectation that you would probably figure it out fairly quickly. So yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> exciting. Well, yeah, I do see I, twice. I see DWV as yes. a word which is tempting to go with the common ones. Could that be a the? Does that fit with any sort of ciphering? Almost like a backwards one. Hold on. S-Y-X-W-V. Yes, it's, I, I know the alphabet backwards. U-T. Oh, is it just... <laughs> Hold on. Um... No, because oh, T is... No, you're right. W doesn't so work It's not just that. like reverse order alphabet oh. or something. Yeah. But it could just be like piecing letters. It could in be because I was just looking like have to if do that, that manually. was if if D W V was like the word the, it wouldn't be rotational, right? No, W and V are not as far apart as you're right. They're not a different far apartness than mm. H and E, so it's not just a pure rota it's rotational cipher. That's true. That's true. Things, if that's the word the, it might not be. Um, yeah, we could keep looking for clues if you'd like. Hold on. I'm still going here. There's two instant. There's three instances of apostrophe U. Which, which makes you think that would, it's an S. I, I agree. So what Not, would that be doing? S. T. Oh, that would only be moving forward two spaces, right? Yeah. Okay. Does that work? No, that... Wait. No, yes. No. <laughs> no, hard. it doesn't look like it's rotational. <laughs> looks like it's just random things that have been swapped. <laughs> if S is U, though, what's this word, agu? S something something... Something S. Something S. And the second one's a double letter. Mm. Seems. Ooh, that's fun. Seems, but to start a sentence with seems is a bit odd. The U and the N, uh, the, sorry, uh, turning G's in, from, into E's makes sense for that. And sorry, I just realised I was going totally the wrong way. Oh, so is it just... backwards. Wait, is it just, what, like two... We just go two steps forward from our original letter? Is DWV cut if I oh, go backwards too much? No, but, but, but that's better. That makes sense. Also, okay, we're just, so it is rotational. I think it's and we're just going back two letters. Yeah, we need to subtract two from, from what this. we have right now. If our original message would have gone forward two letters. <laughs> let's hold on. Let's now, did you out. say you had a solved one? Because if that's true, I I'd rather indeed. you just. Great. Save us the process <laughs> now that we've it solved is now what it is. In there. Denim? With that, you have decrypted it. Oh, that was great. God, I love ciphers. As long That's as they're so reasonable. As long yeah. as they're reasonable ones. Mm. Like, puzzle hunts take it too far. I, they upset me. Yeah. Puzzle hunts uh, take everything too far. That's their it whole bit. It did say Denim. So, Dan, we have, we have, we have ciphered or deciphered this, mm. this note. Could sentence you, by sentence. Would you like to read it out? Oh, okay. No, read the whole thing. All right. Denim's kept quiet, but seems jumpy. Bodybuilders nicking anything not bolted yep, down. Yeah, right. that was stealing. Nothing valuable so far. Writer's quiet. Seems two pints knocked him sideways. Yep. Bartender pours a terrible pint, but strong stuff. Nap time. Nap time. Okay, so the cop is writing this about denim bodybuilder and writer. Okay. This is fair. So this seems to suggest that the cop, if he is still a cop, was planning on taking a nap. Yep. Unless true. this is an ironclad alibi. <laughs> The writer is, is uh, what's his name? Oh, okay, so that's G Glenn. Stock. Okay, so that is Glenn Stock. He had the two Great. beers, which is at his table. 
we think that the bodybuilder is the one who's drinking the health drink Makes and is sense. also stealing Sealing. everything. Denim. And then Denim has kept quiet but seems jumpy. Is would imply that Denim is the one with the green satchel and the two-thirds full pint glass. Makes sense to me. And in the satchel with clothes and a phone charger. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen... Is the bomber jacket like a denim jacket? No. It would be more of a fa- like a fabric. Yeah. I don't know, like I don't a, know what fabric. Like, a bomber, no. like how a bomber yeah. jacket looks. Um, exactly. Puffy, but not too puffy. But yeah. quite puffy. Maybe a... Sw- like a, okay, like so a we haven't seen thing. denim to my knowledge yet. Yeah. That's okay. Okay. Bartender. Wild. Mm-hmm. Bartender pours a terrible pint, but strong stuff. Mm-hmm. Do, do you know why the bartender pours a terrible pint? Because it's a fake bartender. I like it. Otherwise, they wouldn't train to pour a better pint. Okay. At the okay. Bartenders Association. All right. Well, now I panic a little bit because um, we have done our cursory look at everything. So now we actually have to find the real well, stuff. Oh, yeah. I think that you did discover something else at table five. In front of seat five. A newspaper. Oh, you're knew, right. I put it off, yes. <laughs> and before we check the newspaper, yeah. the other thing that I had put off in my head to ask about was we've sort of looked at these, these tables have been included in our glances at the chairs. Mm. Is there anything, you know, you never know what people expect to search. If we're like getting under mm-hmm. the tables, under the chairs, looking at extra details. Absolutely. This... <laughs> Fine. He said, mm-hmm. finding clues. So as you're kind of around that area, um, you're kind of like standing in the middle of the carriage. You start getting down on all fours, looking around. One thing that you find, first of all, is a few blood splatters <laughs> on the floor below where that water glass was okay. on the bar. So very central to the room. The other thing that you discover as you're moving around is a fallen off tap logo under the chairs. Oh, okay, cool. For one of the beer taps. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Do we have, do we know what that looks like? Uh, yeah, so you pick it up. It says Devil's Avocado. <laughs> Devil's Avocado. Okay, so that's fallen off one of the... Looking back at the beer taps. We never were... got looked at what the other ones were labelled as. Yeah, were other ones labelled? What, fire... what are the labels on those beer taps? Indeed. So you have five taps in total. The first tap is the Iron Giant. Lovely. Second one is Desert Paradise. Third one is Attention to Details. Oh, no. Calling us out. (laughs) The fourth one is Empty. Great. As in, it doesn't have a thing on it? It's missing, yes. And the fifth one is Karlsger. (laughs) Okay. There is also, of note, an Empty sign hung around three of the taps. The Ooh, Iron okay. Giant, Attention to Details, and the blank one. Okay. Okay. Did we need to get a code out of those things? Do Is... you know where to start? Uh, That's a lot. Initials? Uh, yeah, hard to say, especially with some of them being empty. That makes you wonder if you should be including certain things. Yeah. Do but we do we? How much empty of a cryptic crossword is this? It's I-N-G-T. Or just I-T. Or just I-T. It <laughs> as... <laughs> Dough. What? Where was that? I'm emptying out all of the empty ones. Iron oh, Drive right. becomes it. Yep. Attention becomes as. Devil's Avocado becomes do. Mm. It as do. Interesting, interesting. Do as it. <laughs> okay. I do not know what to do with that immediately. It might be something where if I stared at it for long enough, I could. But we should look at that newspaper. 
We still forgot yeah, about it. I didn't forget. I avoided. Can we look at the newspaper? You can indeed. Um, <laughs> Today, this person did a murder. All <laughs> solved on page four. Well, you come across two different articles that are of note and that are interesting to you. The first one and the second one have now been both uploaded. Oh, Ooh, sweet. okay. So we're looking at these two articles. I, now, I haven't opened either of them yet, but I do see that one of them is called Murder and one of them is called <laughs> Not a Model Citizen. Which do you think we should look at first? Actually, what do you reckon? Do you have a preference? I mean, I think that we'll start with the murder one, if you prefer. There. Sure, let's have a look at murder. This looks like Ooh. it's right at the start of the paper. All right. Mm -hmm. So it looks like it's the Daily Mail. Uh, when I, don't, I am not convinced that that's necessarily an M. It looks like this is the Daily... Ooh, I'm a newspaper. Wednesday, October the 4th, 2023. Ah. Murder investigation continues. Police are still investigating the high-profile murder of, of Police Commissioner Deccan. Ah, uh, we are still investigating. We're in Blade Runner now. But we urge Goodness. anyone with any information to please come forward. Officials stated in a press conference earlier today. Well, this has yet to be confirmed. Sources say that this may be linked to as many as three other high-profile murders this year, all connected by a shred of tobacco leaf in the mouth of the victim. Okay, dead police commissioner and connected murders. What a coincidence that you managed to find this newspaper article from roughly the time that we're recording and incorporate it into the room. <laughs> it was so fortunate, honestly. Like, I was Thank just God for the murders. Last night, and wow. The world's a wild yeah. place. Yeah. Uh, which is all my way of saying, damn, this looks great. This is really good imaging. There are some very handy online tools. That I cannot take credit for this. <laughs> Do you, know the, do you know why this is so, looks so good? Mm -hmm. It's because it has the ink from a different article written on the back of the paper. Like you're you can seeing see through it, it a little bit. Like, how good is it's that? It's really cool. Well, that's fun. Great. This feels like it is more clue than puzzle, right? No. What? Uh, if, if you do take the first letter uh, of every... It doesn't say anything. Great. Uh, so, yeah, I think that this is interesting that a police commissioner has recently died and this is a connected thing. Okay, let's Happily, look at the other... it's not Detective Jonathan Coulson was murdered. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Shall we look at this other yeah, let's article? Notamodelcitizen.png? Not a model citizen. Shoplifting can be a compulsion, even for the rich and famous. It has been revealed that former weightlifter <gasps> turned fitness lifestyle guru Irina Rossi, ah, Rossi ah. was arrested earlier this year for swiping over $1,300 worth of merchandise and was taken to jail. Irina was released on $5,000 bail and later said that was under that she was under the influence of prescription drugs at the time. In response to this, Irina announced she would be taking a break to focus on herself. This is not the first time she has been in the news for stealing. The kleptomaniac was photographed allegedly stealing a lighter from a store last year. However, no charges were pressed. Great. That's helpful. Okay, it's so that says that the, the bodybuilder who was the, who's been stealing something is Irina Rossi. Nice. Hmm. Don't know what to do about this, but that's fine. So we, we still don't know to... a name for denim, but... We need to figure out our person six, don't we? True. Interesting. All right. We still must have more investigating Where to do. Where should we go next? Investigating. The uh, there was one more thing that I wanted to investigate. I don't know how foolish this is. Can I check the dead person's shoes? You never know. You absolutely can check the dead person's shoes. Why? Why are you shoe thinking? When I was Inside? in high school, sometimes I would put money in my shoes. Okay. Don't tell you them. You never know. Don't tell everyone they're going to steal your shoes. 
Inside the left sock, you find a phone. Yes! Okay! Can Thank we charge you, it? unhygienic high school Danny. Mm -hmm. So you have currently found two different phone chargers so far. Mm. The first one, the oldest one that is already plugged in, doesn't fit. Mm -hmm. um, this does, however, fit the one that you found inside the grey satchel. Nice, Great. nice, can nice. Just do a pull out, swap them over, plug in. Yeah, let's plug it in. You can. It slowly begins to charge. Being a modern phone, it takes a little bit of time, you know. That's okay, um, but I'm just hoping they're lax about security. They are not. As it boots up, um, <laughs> you see that it requires a code. Five, 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 five. <laughs> it requires a four-digit code. Zero, 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 does not work. Oh, come on. That was the default code. We need to find out. Eight seven six five. <laughs> Just any four numbers. <laughs> um, interesting, interesting. We want a number that is relevant to the to the band Guns and Corpses. <laughs> I don't Wait, know. why? Why to the? You think that that belongs to? I don't know. It was their phone charger. And everyone knows phone chargers can only charge well, your wait, phone. Wait, we don't know that the bomber jacket belonged to them, do we? Oh, yeah, you're right. We didn't. In fact, we explicitly don't, don't think it does because it isn't denim. Yeah. <laughs> well, garum. Okay, I want to connect that. Like, this, we've got this iron-on patch. That's very charactery. Did we see anything on any of the other characters' belongings at the chairs and tables that felt like it would connect that to them? Absolutely what? not. There oh, doesn't yeah, seem to be... So anything from the three other passengers that would be connected. Gotcha, gotcha. So we haven't used this book of codes yet. That no, we always haven't used the something. book of codes. They still haven't found anything that I think, like, that's a word I want to throw into a book of codes, you know? Like, there's no guns or corpses. No, this uh, index of code words that we've got is quite late in the alphabet. Late S down to Z. Yeah. So we can't say for iron giant, find one for iron. No. Which would have been very tempting, and I'm sad that I can't. Do you know what's about those beers? They are named. They I feel, feel like so targeted by attention to details. Right? It's just rude. <laughs> Have we done Attention anything? to details. Oh, no. Don't. But there's nothing in Iron Giant oh, thank that's God. a number. Um, Unless Iron is spelt with an E at the end. Um, <laughs> it is not. Iron. We haven't done anything with, say, the ice. Oh, could, yeah, can we dig around the ice and just as a search? This is a search fail. Because we now that we know that we're expected to do stuff like search, search under tables we and search, search inside shoes, we should do a more thorough search. Can we dig in the ice? You go to open the ice compartment. It seems wedged shut as if it's frozen over a little bit. You do, however, have a sharp implement at your disposal. Sure. Oh, yeah. Can we knife it open? As you knife open the ice compartment, you find an old phone. A blockier What? Ring. Well, how do we make this decision? What do you mean? We're currently charging the first one. We, Wait, there were two there ports, were two weren't plugs. there? Yes! Mm -hmm. I thought I needed can to we, swap them. Can we plug this phone in as well? You know what in happened? Fact, this one doesn't it, even need charging because it's somebody, an old phone. Somebody, <laughs> oh, spilled, um, somebody spilled some, some rice inside the phone, so uh, they had to put it in a big thing of, of water to get it out. Makes sense. Uh, what is the old phone... Like, when you say an old phone, as in, like, it's literally just, it can call and that's it? It's literally a uh, phone? Th this one does have, like, early, like, I'd say it's probably, like, late noughties. Um... Okay, so Snake. Oh, wait, mm. late noughties? Mm -hmm. That's still early. That's early, <laughs> that's early. early smartphone. Early, is it? When was the first iPhone? 20... 2007. 2007? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was drawing. Was look at the phone that I was 
was drawing. Yeah, you were drawing like an old. I phone. was drawing a 1989 mobile. Oh, this wow. is old for people who are younger than us. That's what this is. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Yes. Um, I'm okay. trying to make it more relevant, <laughs> and I didn't want ancient, to show my own age. <laughs> an ancient phone from 2014. Okay, so we have a phone. Is there anything we can? Can we? Uh, Anything interesting on the phone if we look around? Yeah, people from the but, noughties didn't use passwords. Yeah, yeah they didn't so passwords. So this phone then. itself seems pretty new, and it requires a four-digit code to open. Zero, 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 zero. Wait, so this was the new one? Not the old one? No, it is the it is an old, old phone, but it doesn't model. look like, yeah, old model, yeah. but new. Oh, okay. New old, it's a new old phone. <laughs> uh, does zero, 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 zero work? <laughs> does it, it's still using its default code? It does. The phone unlocks. Oh, because ah, it was I see. Mm-hmm. Uh, within this, uh, you instantly see that there is two things that are open on it, and nothing else seems to be on this phone at all. So the first thing that you find is a text message from an unknown number, Ooh. which has now been uploaded. Oh. Text message reads, <clears throat> Remember, the devil's in the details, and don't forget the evidence. This is exciting. The devil... The devil's avocado is in the details. Oh, no. Attention to details. The devil is in the details, Danny. And don't forget the evidence. Okay, and what was the other thing on this phone? The second thing is a screen grab of a wiki article. All right. Danny, would you like to have a look at this? <laughs> First of all, I apologize. There's so much text in this. <laughs> no, no, all good. Hunter 96. Hunter Simmons, born May 4, 1996, better known as Hunter 96, is an Australian VTuber, Twitch streamer, and social media personality. They are best known for their live streams on Twitch. They also broadcast video game content, most notably in Grade, Shadow Legends, and Half Month. Are those two different games? No, no, the that's end a, part of it? Th that's a reference to Raid, Shadow Legends, yeah, and, and Fortnite. Good, good. Just making sure... <laughs> They are currently the most followed streamer on Twitch. Great. Okay. <laughs> You're making fun of me not playing online games very much. Now, they were born in 1996, mm -hmm. which puts them in their late 20s. Yes. They could be the corpse. Yeah. This could be the corpse. Yes. And what, they were just Wikipediaing themselves or someone else? No, was this is someone getting the them. target. Yeah. I've seen him. That's I can cool, tell. Cool. He looks just like a VTuber. <laughs> that looks like the face of a man who plays Half Month. Or a person. Or a person. Okay. So someone has a Wikipedia article about Hunter 96. And then they also have a message about the devil being in the details. I which have, is another reference to details. And I have we have devil in details. Two thoughts. Please. One is that, yes, the whole devil and details and things like that does make me want the beer taps. Yep. It says details, and the punctuation in this text is not all there. So it makes me want to go through and correct it all and see if that does something. <laughs> but I don't know if adding an apostrophe and a full stop and two capital letters will do much. Wait like, a minute. If, you, it, it, if you reply to the text with cor uh, cr just correct all the grammar, you get back a uh, number that cannot be found. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I don't know how to solve the rest of this room, Danny. You should do it for me. Understood. Okay. Devil's in the details. I, that really brings us straight back to to this uh, this beer tank. It really does. Well, we found Devil's Avocado. We also have one called Attention to Details. 
We know that it's empty. We know that Devil's Avocado is empty. We know that Iron Giant is empty. But I don't... I just... I don't quite see it. Can we pull those taps and see if anything happens? Sure. Which ones would you like to pull? The empty ones. Sure. So if you try to pull all three empty ones at the, sa- at the same time or one by one? One by one. In fact, pull all of them one by one <laughs> just to see what Alrighty. happens. So when you pull the Iron Giant one, mm-hmm. a little um, compartment opens revealing an iron key. What? All right. Oh, man. Should have been paying more attention. Mm-hmm. When you pull the second one, you get beer. Okay. And when you pull three, you hear a uh, kind of uh, a bit of a clunking noise, but nothing happens. That's sure. the same for four. Great. And for five, you also get beer. Can we pull three and four together because the devil is in the details? You can indeed. As you do so, another small secret compartment opens <gasps> below, revealing a safe. What? What? Okay. And this safe yeah. requires five letters. Oh, no. <laughs> I know where we've seen five letter things before. Where have we seen five letters? The code book. Oh, the code book. You're right. That The code book, when we look back at that um, uh, 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 code index, the ones that were there presented in this index were all five letters long. Huh. I'll puff you, boy. Now, I don't want to try all of them, no, obviously, but are there any that seem particularly relevant? Stripes, sublimed, well, how sugar about, section. Uh, wood alcohol. Is wood alcohol normal alcohol? What is wood alcohol? Teak. Okay. Thresher, ticks, tupelo, toweling, tissues, TNT, ties, vases, veal. Do we have one for tobacco leaf? No. Um... Walnut. That would require you to turn to a different page. Yeah, 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 exactly. Wayne, uh, does that say Wayne? Yeah. Warbles, white wood, wolframite, wood alcohol, come back, zinc, and zinc. Um, I say we try the letters of wood alcohol because it says alcohol. And uh, if that doesn't work, then we quit. Sure. We'll try wood alcohol. Well, we and we if stop that trying work, this. We we'll, don't quit. We'll keep trying something else. <laughs> I was going to say, please don't quit. Um, no, yeah, you try that code. It unfortunately does not work. No problem. Okay, I don't know what we do need. Let's use the iron key because we can open the iron locker. Let's hope. Alrighty, you go ahead and open up the iron locker. In here, you see a couple of hangers, first of all. One hanger has the entire train conductor outfit available. So you see that there is a navy blue jacket, navy blue trousers... Uh, <gasps> wrong colour trousers. Wrong colour trousers. Wrong yes. colour trousers. Alarm. Weep, 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 weep. Go on. And a hat. The second hanger is empty. Um, in the third one, you find a long black coat. Can we riffle through that coat? You can indeed. Inside this coat, you find what seems to be a pouch of tobacco leaf. In addition, inside this locker, you find two other things. One is a little noteboard. Like a little cork board for like pinning notes um, oh, yeah. to the back of it. The first one that you find, um, which you've actually kind of bypassed, <laughs> um, sure. is is that it's an Uno card <laughs> that with oh. devils in the details written on it. Oh no! Ah, uh, devils in the details plus two. It's a plus two Uno card. Ah. So to tell us to do the plus two to do the cipher. Gotcha, gotcha. Although it does also have two weird dots on it, but. I'm oh, that, oh, sorry, those are, that's for the stapling, sorry. <laughs> I was sure. trying to be fancy with my design and it got the better <laughs> of me sometimes. Um, 
Okay. And the second thing that you find is you see a message that simply reads, someone's changed the safe code. Can't figure it out. Oh, no. So that was also on the corkboard. And the final thing that you also find in here is an emergency hammer for breaking the windows. Excellent. In case of an emergency. Oh, fun. Let's break the glass jar. Oh, no. I mean, wait, glass jar? Glass container. Oh, cat. Yeah, the book. The, yeah, yeah. The Let's thing. free the book. The glass shatters everywhere oh. in an incredibly satisfying way. You discover this, um, you this book. You now have full access to the book. Should you wish Wonderful. to turn and to the so page? So we will turn Whoa. to the page that is referenced that leads us to Tobacco Leaf. As you do so, you uncover another page of the documents. Brilliant. I was starting to worry that those ones that we already had these random five-letter combos on this index page. What all that we had? All codable as well. Yeah. We're all cipherable. Oh God, cipher. Oh, Honestly, boy. it actually terrified me. So yeah, I've included the full page here, um, just for oh, the cow. just for okay. the podcast. I'm going to say you can look towards the top left. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Tobacco leaf is the code for tobacco leaf is Z A Y G T Zagat. How did they t- interpret this? How did like how do they get to that? Ah, uh, they just arbitrarily assigned them. That's um, really difficult to understand. Well, uh, can we zag it over to the safe? You can indeed. The safe pops open with Zagat. And inside you find two things. Um, or technically three things. Um, ah. You find what, what appears to be a, a bottle of sleeping pills. Nice. All right. A bottle of laxatives. <laughs> okay. okay. And you also find a syringe that has a little bit of chocolate on the tip. Ooh. Oh, okay. Okay, death by chocolate. We'll put some poison in it too. Um, Goodness gracious. So these are the tools that the killer employed. Yeah, so that makes it feel like someone was given sleeping pills. Yep. Someone, presumably Miss Rossi, was given laxatives. Yep. Oh, she the, the sleeping pills were for the detective who was like, I'm going to take a nap. Could well be, yeah. Yep. Although apparently uh, two pints also knocked out the writer. That could have been sleeping pills too. I don't could have been, could have been. Uh, oh, good point. That could have well, could well have been. And um, uh, in- injections uh, into chocolate, the, uh, who, who was it? No, it was the bodybuilder again who was thieving candy wrappers. Yeah. Who else could have been chocolate? Or is chocolatey? that to put one of these pre-existing things into the chocolate. Yeah, that also makes sense. That's how you to get the that's how you would do that potentially. That makes sense. That's why it was two things. It was actually three things. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. So it looks to it seems to me that somebody was posing as the bartender, hence why they didn't pour their drinks very well. And had access to this safe to hide their whatevers. Mm-hmm. And they poisoned the things that were available for them to poison. Sleeping pills in the drinks laxatives in the ch- in the in the lollies on the counter that mm-hmm. they knew the person was going to steal and eat mm-hmm. to clear the car to commit murder because they wanted to murder passenger 6 because they wanted to murder hunter 96 who i guess is passenger 6 how's that uh newer phone looking the more recent it is ready to go if you want to try and import a code okay um well, I mean, should we try Hunter 96 first, or would that be too obvious? Try Hunter 96. Um, so it is just a four-digit code. Okay. Um, so Hold on. Hunter that 96 wouldn't again? be a thing. Oh, yes. Um, wiki, 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 wiki. The bottom one, yeah. 
Wiki, wiki, wiki. Okay. Should we go four, five, nine, six? Yeah, we have their birthday. Four, five, with nine, four, six. Five, nine, six. The code, um, the phone, with four, five, nine, six, the phone unlocks. Yes. First thing that happens as it's turning on is you get a string of messages from manager being, hey, where are you? What's going on? The police need to talk to you, apparently. Pick up the phone. What's going on? So why were they killed? Did they witness an earlier crime, perhaps? They are a live streamer. <laughs> Did they live stream a Where's crime? Where's the newspaper again? Yeah, yeah. Newspaper about the murder. There is one other thing with the phone. Yes, I um, will definitely scour it further. Another, a message from an unknown number saying, where's the photo? Where's the photo? Give it up. Give up the photo. We know you have a photo of me doing a silly dance. I'm, never, I'm, a, I'm a murderer. I don't do dances. Uh-huh. Well, it seems like they must have an incriminating photo that they're it trying to like ransom. Okay. Within the phone, you may have an option to open up recent photos. <gasps> of course, that where's makes the sense. Photo? People take photos on phones. Let's look through the phones <laughs> on the phone tone. As you open up the photos, you can see that some of the recent ones were from what seemed to be a, a simple dinner party. And so you can see a selfie of Hunter. So you can see Hunter's face right in the middle. And in the background, you can see what looks to be, given that you are, you know, murder enthusiasts, you do follow the news, you know what a Commissioner Deckard looks like. And you can see Commissioner Deckard in the background of this photo at uh, the next table. Hmm. And standing over it, you can see what appears to be a waiter who seems to be doing something to Deckard's drink. Yes, he's dressing his staff. It's their MO. It's what they do. It's their M. And I suppose we could do a little bit of confirmation. You say Mm -hmm. that that looks like Hunter in the picture. Absolutely. Hunter's the corpse. uh, uh, At this point... Yeah, um, I reckon you've made that connection. That looks like Hunter uh, on the dead person's face as well. Would you like to do a denouement as the staff well, well, come hold on, back wait. in who, with the four passengers? Who, who, or? Do we do we know whether someone's the killer? Damn right. It's Who's... whoever is disguising themselves as passenger six. I thought they were disguised as the... Passenger six was Hunter. Oh, and then they... Swapped their stuff because they were wearing the thing. Yeah, they came over to kill. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. you do the denim one. <laughs> no, Alrighty, I'm, so... I'm scared of this. I don't do this. That I'll often. set you up. I'll set you up. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. There has been a murder on this train. A murder <laughs> most foul. Yes, yes, yes. You are rhubarb. Now, <laughs> any one of you could have been the killer, <laughs> but only one of you was. Was it you, Jay Colson? No. Or was it? Was it you, the writer, down on his luck, just wishing he could kill someone for a thrill before he dies? Or was it Rossi, the bodybuilder, on a diet that makes you so angry you could kill? No, it wasn't any of you. Danny, take it away. (laughs) Who did it? (laughs) On first inspection, it appears to be a simple case of someone murders a bartender. A crime that none of us ever usually care about. A thousand of them happen a a week. Dime a dozen. Mm. Who needs them? And yet, you look closer, and it appears that the stab wound, the fatal stab wound, penetrated merely a shirt, not the jacket that (gasps) marks them as a member of staff. And they can't take those off, or they disappear. I think, indicating, as evidenced by the 
locker and the fact that one <laughs> of the coat hangers has some clothes missing and some of the clothes don't match what this it person is wearing. It all holds up in court is what we're saying. This person is no bartender. Detective Coulson, you can attest to this, can't you? That bartender couldn't bar attend, couldn't tend a bar. Yeah, that's the way They around. were pitiful at their job. So not only is this person not a bartender, the person who was serving you drinks all night was no bartender. <gasps> when poor Hunter 96 haplessly went to the counter for a glass of water, they did not expect instead to be served a knife to the chest. Uh, a glass of death? And then, with all the other passengers asleep or otherwise preoccupied, their body was possibly dragged over the counter or manhandled in some way. A quick clothes swap took place. And now, the murderer is Hunter 96. And the killer is you! Oh, he's already gone. He knew we were onto him and he left. Oh, well. We really should lock the doors, We more. should have locked the doors if we do. He's been gone for if ages. If only steam trains went a little bit faster, that wouldn't have been an option. He's oh, He jumped out of the window. He's gone. So I will say the conductor would have locked the door coming in after them, knowing, like, being, you know, starry-eyed at the revelation that the podcasters were about to put on a show for. Great, Um, great. And yes, the fourth person, the fourth passenger that you see before you is wearing a denim jacket (gasps) over a navy blue waistcoat and navy blue trousers. Oh, my. You should have changed your pants, man. And not left a state full of evidence. Too modest to take the pants off the dead person. That's quite a mistake. Or, I guess, Miss Rossi just got back from the bathroom a hint early. Maybe. <laughs> Clunking footsteps down the hallway to let you know that she was coming. And with that, <sighs> you have solved the mystery of the tobacco leaf killer. Or, as I like to call this episode, Tranger Danger. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful! I feel pretty good. Thank you for listening to Escape This Podcast. Don't forget to tune in next week for Podcast This Escape where we debrief with our guest and discuss the escape room that we just escaped from.